Good morning, good morning, good morning, Dr. A.Y. God bless good you, morning, sir. sir. Good morning, yes, sir. And uh, viewers all over the world, God bless you. Amen. And you are welcome to this broadcast. I thank God for the opportunity to bring me on board. And I pray that God will bless us today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this hour. We thank you for your hand upon our lives. We thank you because you are the living word yourself. Father, we pray that you bless our lives in the name of Jesus. Everything we're going to say today, Father, Lord, none of me, but all to your glory. Lord, feed us by yourself today in the name of Jesus. Let your hand rest upon us afresh. Illuminate our understanding. Lord, let our life move forward. Lord, inspire us by your spirit. Thank you, mighty God. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you so much. Uh, the topic is wisdom for deeper living. And we are looking at how to reset our minds and our thoughts. How to reset our minds and our thoughts. And I want to take my reading from the book of Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 7. Proverbs 23 and verse 7. And uh, where the Bible says, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. As he thinketh in his heart, so is he. That is one of the scriptures I want to read. Also, I want to read from Romans chapter 12, from verses 1 and 2. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, where the Bible says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And my emphasis is on verse 2, which says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That scripture is loaded with meaning. <laughs> it said we should not be conformed to this world, but instead we should be transformed, how? By the renewing of our mind, that we may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. Brethren, today we are going to look at how we can reset our mind and our thoughts. And this topic is very strategic because it applies to both the physical and the spiritual nature of men. It's not only in the spiritual uh, dimension alone, because man entirely is of three natures. And I want to start this teaching specifically by looking or taking our inference from the nature of God. The Bible says, and God created man in his own image after his likeness. That is, God created man to function like himself. So we have the capacity of God inside of us at the level of women. And like the Bible says in Psalm 82, verse 5 and 6, the Bible says, ye are gods, small g, and ye are the sons of the most high. Meaning to say, you and I, the son of a dog is a dog, the son of a lion is a lion, the son of God is a God. So God has empowered us through creation because he created us in his image and his functionality resides in us. And there and then, we are three in one also. Remember, God is Trinity. God, we have the God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit that functions together. Jesus said, me and my Father, we are one. That is manifesting the, 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 the mystery of the Trinity. Also, every human being you meet is three in one. We call it the triune nature of man. So man is essentially a spirit. You possess a soul and you reside in the body. Why do we need a body on the earth? It's because a spirit is not permitted to exist on the earth without a body. And that is the essentiality of human beings possessing a body to operate from on the earth. But essentially, we are a spirit and to substantiate our spiritual nature, we've got a soul. Now, the content of the soul are three. We've got the mind in, inside the soul. We've got the will and the emotions. So we've got the mind, the will, and the emotions all enclosed inside the mind of men. And one thing that we need to pay attention to is how the mind operates. 
and the weight that the mind of man carries in the fulfillment of our destiny. Friends and family, we, we, we cannot just jettison the place of the mind because it is very instrumental to our success and overall result on the earth, both physically and spiritually. I have learned a couple of years ago that there are seven areas of a total man, seven areas of a total man. And the thing is, you should be able to balance all the seven areas before you can be called a successful man. The first one is spiritual. You've got a spiritual life. You've got a physical life. You've got a social life. You've got a marital life. You've got your career. You've got your financial. You should not let go any of these seven for you to be an overall success. Personally, I believe in prosperity because I've seen it on the pages of scriptures. Though there are so many denominational contests and competition and debate on the subject of prosperity, but as a man thinketh in his heart, that is, as you think in your mind, so you will be. So I've got to let you know that the mind of man is a very important component of the human physiology. A madman, for example, they will say he has lost his mind. A madman cannot be voted for, and a madman cannot vote. What makes him mad is not the absence of any part of his body, but the mind of the person is missing. So it means that the mind itself is a, an important constituent of the human body. A madman cannot be sent on an errand, is not going to perform. And that should give you the credibility or to put your mind on the value that the mind plays on the physiology and the composure of humanity. So as a child of God, you cannot just leave your mind alone, but the Bible says we should renew our mind. And that is the best way to transform it. We should renew our mind. And today, God will help us to know how to really transform our mind, how to enhance that mind that God has given to us. The mind is very important, both spiritually and physically. Your life can never be better than the quality of your mind. I've often said that. that your mind can never be better than the quality of your, of your mind. That is, your thoughts is embedded inside your mind, and your thoughts forms your mentality, and your mentality forms your actuality. Because no matter the perspective you see life from, no matter the mentality you register, that is the same pattern your life is going to follow. Your life can never be better than the quality of your mind, friends. It's not possible. Because as a man thinketh in his mind, so is he. So it means your thought pattern is what determines your life pattern. <laughs> your thought pattern is what determines your, your, your life pattern. And let me tell you something today. The functionality of your mind is endless. <laughs> the mind is a very powerful tool. It's very powerful. It's just that we Christians, we are, we are lazy and we have really jettisoned the, the importance of our mind. We focus too much or all alone on spirituality. But I tell you, if even to be spiritual, there is a decision you need to make from your mind. Salvation begins from the mind. If you will commit a sin, it starts from the mind. There is a saying that says, idea rules the world. If idea will rule the world, idea starts from the five senses because that is the input into your soul. That is the input into your soul. And that is why we as Christians, we need to increase knowledge. And that is why I fall in love seriously with this topic because it is very important to our progress spiritually, for our advancement on the earth. <laughs> so we need to know that what you become in life is largely determined by the content of your mind. What becomes of you in this world is largely determined by the content of your mind. And what are the contents? These are information that you allow through your five senses into your mind. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So there are five senses that guides our operations and you should know they are the entrance into your mind. Now, I want to let you know something. If you travel to a particular city, and though you've got your two optic eyes alive, your eyes are open, you are not blind physically. 
if you get to a junction and you did not put your mind to say, this is a story building by the left on this junction. If you leave that city and the next day they ask you, did you see a story building to your left where you are at Sososo Junction? If your mind did not picture that building, you will never remember. The next response you're going to give is, I can't remember. Meaning to say, if you go to a place without your mind, you have not visited that place. If you go to a place without applying your mind to receive the mental picture of that place, you will never remember. And that is why before we can admit any student into any academic program in this world, your mind has to be right. Because you are coming to the institution with your mind in place. A mad person cannot be enrolled in a school. So the process of learning starts with the mind. They teach you biology 101 and all the chapter one, so, so, so topic, you master it in your mind so that during the assessment period, the test one, test two, you can assimilate and begin to retrieve the content that the lecturer has put inside your mind during the days of the lecture. So also in this spiritual kingdom, <laughs> if your mind is not right, you can never progress in life. I am a Nigerian. I made up my mind, okay, I want to have a higher degree, doctorate degree. I took a step of faith in the right direction. Remember, the Bible says faith without work is dead. Faith without work is dead. Last night I was meditating. The Holy Ghost told me, no matter the prophecy you have received in 2021, no matter who gave you the prophecy, even if it's a senior prophet or, or a principal prophet, if you will go to sleep and not put it to work, the prophecy will not manifest in your life this year. And that is to tell you that the mind is very important. No matter the prophecies you have claimed since January 1st, when we did a crossover, up until now, in the month of October, if you refuse to take a step in the right direction, then nothing is going to happen. Remember in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 18, Paul said to Timothy, <laughs> you have to war a good warfare because regarding the prophecy that gone ahead of you. So the mind of man is very important. Guys, it's important. You can never underestimate what the mind of man can do. So let me define what the minds and thoughts are because that is our focal point. The mind, how to reset our mind and how to reset our thoughts. But before I go, the thoughts is the subset of your mind because the thoughts of men reside inside the mind and the mind does not only receive your thoughts, but it receives information from the five senses. Your sight, your smell, your taste, your touch, and one more, you see. So all those five senses, the, the information they bring in resides in your mind and they are processed there. And those information forms your mentality. And a failure mentality produces a failure. A success mentality produces a success, you see. So the mentality now becomes a very important ingredient to take you to your next level. That is why the Bible says, let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich. Because in this kingdom of Christ, we don't confess our feelings. We confess our expectation. There may be no money in your pocket. It's fine. We know you, are, you don't have money physically. But the Bible now says, let the poor, let the broke, Say I'm rich because that is your expectation, not your current situation. So God will help us in the name of Jesus. What is the definition of the mind? The mind is the faculty of man's reasoning. It's the faculty of feelings and thoughts. That is, that is the, the residence of your reasoning, your feelings, and your thoughts. So it is the intelligence faculty of a man. So that mind has the ability to think and to reason at the same time. And remember, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So it holds the power of imagination, it holds the power of recognition, and it holds the power of appreciation. Many of us probably you travel to a place, you met someone once, and after five years, you jam the person at the bus stop. The only thing that will make you recognize that person is your mind, because you have the sense of recognition. It's still part of the function of your mind. It means your mind is right. Otherwise, even the person you saw last week, you may not recognize him anymore today if your mind is not normal. So we have to know that our mind is responsible for processing our feelings and our emotions. So 
And when you process your emotion, it results in two things, your attitude and your actions. Because your attitude is formed <laughs> by the content of your mind. Your actions is after you have processed the information, then you will now take a step in the same direction of your thoughts. So if you have believed in your heart that you will not make it in this life, no prophet, no pastor, no bishop and pope can lay hands on you. You will never prosper. If you have formed a thought in your mind, a perspective, a mentality that you will die broke, that in our family, we, we, don't, we don't get blessed. Nobody can help you. No man of God can lay leg on you. It will remain with you because Proverbs 23 verse 7 is a principle that applies to every humanity. As you think in your heart, so it will remain with you. And that is why this topic is important. The mind is an intangible spiritual entity. We cannot see the mind. Your brain is different from your mind. Your brain is a physical part of your body that controls the whole central nervous system. But when we talk about the mind now, the mind is abstract, it's intangible result. Yet it is very vital to your progress in life. It processes images that comes from the five senses. It processes it, it reasons it together, it expresses it through your attitude, your character, and your actions. So what is the definition of a thought now? A thought now is the creation, is the recalling and processing of images. You sit down, you begin to think, okay, how did it go? How was my last week? What do I want to achieve? you begin to create, you begin to recall and review images, mental pictures that has already been registered in your mind, you begin to peruse and begin to rearrange and begin to review. Remember, idea rules the world. And ideas always start as thoughts in the mind. And if your mind is not right, your idea will not be solid. Everything created that you see, they started as an idea, as a thought in the head of somebody. The first day I was on an airplane, I could not sleep. I was thinking, how possible was this thing manufactured? This big plane traveling against gravity. I could not sleep. Seven hours trip, I could not sleep. So for you to know that the mind of man is powerful. The mind of man is very important. And all these things, the thoughts take place in the mind. I pray that God will enhance and help us to renew our mind continually in the name of Jesus Christ. That is why Philippians 4 verse 8, the Bible says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue or any praise, then Paul the apostle said, think on these things. That is giving us a specification of the kind of thoughts we should allow in our mind. Anything good, anything true, honest, just, pure, of good report, of virtue. Anything that is praiseful is the thoughts that you should allow only within the confine of your mind. Your worth in life is essentially a product of the use of your mind. The day you lose your mind is the day you lose your worth, God forbid. Anyone who loses his mind has lost his worth. The worth of a man is, is determined by the quality and the content of your mindset. So what you have in your mind is very critical to your ultimate value in life. That is why the more we increase learning, the more our worth and our value increases. And remember, no one values an empty vessel. <laughs> No one values a mad person. So that is why we need to increase learning so that we can increase our worth. Everyone wants to make money, but I tell you, money does not just come to anyone. I don't believe in miracle money anyway, because the Bible says anyone who did not work should not eat. That's what the Bible says. So if you are not selling a product or rendering a service and you are expecting money, it means you are doing something illegal. That's it. It's very simple. And it starts from your mindset. That's why the Bible says, keep your mind with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. So the mind of man is like a garden. Your mind is like an hard drive of a computer. 
So now on the hard drive, there are good files and there are corrupted files or viruses. Those corrupted files, you need to delete them. That is the meaning of resetting your mind. We're going to remove and delete, control, delete all those files that are not good. And we are going to download and install the good files to sit on our hard drive. And that is the whole essence of this teaching this afternoon. So we need to know that it is right time to engage your mind positively. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Do not allow negative uh, mentality or negative thoughts to embrace and choke your heart because you will not be able to move forward. They will be like strongholds to your life. Everything negative should be deleted. You throw them into the recycle bin. Don't even recycle them. From there, you delete them permanently. Because every content in your mind will ultimately affect your life in one way or another. That is why we need to guard our thought process jealously. Don't allow anything negative to affect your life. Remember, why do we condemn pornography? It's because it comes through your eyes into your mind and your mind begins to process and review. And the next thing, attitude and action will follow. You will now want to practice what they are doing inside pornography. That is how these things work. So Bible says, he that walks with the wise shall be wise. What is the meaning of that? It means as you walk with someone who is wise, you begin to draw information, wise information from that personality. It comes into your mind. You will now sit in the comfort of your space and begin to process those things. By the time you process them very well, your life also will take the turn of that same person because wisdom is profitable to direct. The Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. What is wisdom? It is the correct application of knowledge. Now, knowledge is what you have received from that wise man that you were following in the first place. So all these things are intertwined together and we really need to know that you cannot separate your progress from the content of your mind. You cannot separate your progress in life from the content of your mind. Your total essence in life, you cannot separate it from the content of your mind. Your mind is highly important and it is time you pay attention to what you allow inside your mind. In every university, there is no faculty of success. There is no faculty of success. But I tell you, you are responsible for the outcomes of your life. You are the one who is going to be responsible for the outcomes of your being. God has created you in this cosmos and he has given you everything freely to enjoy. He has given you the word of God to read because it's the constitution of humanity. And many of us these days, the young men and women, we don't even care about the Bible. The Bible is the oldest book with the latest news. The day I was reading the book of Proverbs, I found from the book that when your feet is too quick into the house of your neighbor, your neighbor will resort you, your neighbor will, will be rude to you. The book of Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Psalms, those books are powerful books. They were written a long time ago, but I tell you, they are still speaking to you today. And that is one major avenue for you to really renew your mind as a child of God. I pray that God will help us in the name of Jesus. Now, there are two types of minds that we need to know. There is the spiritual mind, there is the carnal mind. So we need to know that many Christians think that when we talk about mind, 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 mind is not as important as the spirit, but the mind is equally as important as your spirit. For instance, you cannot be saved without your mind being engaged in the process. Your mind is needed for you to accept the word of salvation and make a decision that, you know what? I want to be born again. Because the preaching of the man of God will come through your ears into your mind. It tells you, accept Christ into your life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Okay. You begin to follow the narrative. You begin to follow. You begin to follow. At a point, the conviction will be there because as the man of God is preaching, you are thinking and processing the information of the word of God is releasing into your head. What will you do? The next thing you do is to either make a decision to accept Christ or to walk away and say, no, no, not now. I still want to enjoy one more year. So salvation needs your mind. Everything spiritual needs your mind. John chapter one, verse 12. But as many as received him, he gave power to become the sons of God, 
even to them that believe on his name, that believe, that believe. That is, the belief system is from the mind. The belief system is from the mind. Even those that believe on his name. So for those who just believe, you know what? The Bible says, anyone that named the name of the Lord shall be saved. You see, so if you believe the promises in the scriptures, it will be to you according to your faith. So these things are not visible. They are intangible results, yet they can move mountains. So I pray God will grant us understanding in the name of Jesus. The place of belief is not your spirit. It's your mind. So the mind is equally important as the spirit of men. We should not debase the mind and exalt the spirit alone. The two works together. The two works together. Now, there are two types of mind that I said. We have the carnal mind and the spiritual mind. Now, there is a carnal mind that leads to death. And the Bible says in Romans 8, verse 6 to 7, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You see, John 10, 10, I am come to give you life and give you more abundantly. That is the constitution of Jesus. And the earlier part of that verse, is say, and the thief cometh, that is the devil, to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Those are the three constitutional rights of the devil. He came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I am come to give you life. So we need to understand that there is a carnality kind of mind that leads to death, spiritual and physical. And there is a spiritual mind regenerated by the birth, the new birth of Christ, by accepting Christ into your life, that leads to life and peace. Brethren, personally, one thing that I have registered into this mind, big head, is that a child of God is supposed to triumph and, and, and be on top wherever he meets himself. Arise, shine, for thy light has come, and the glory of God is risen upon thee. I don't believe in this Christianity that says a child of God should be poor. I don't believe it. Personally, I get aggressive with it. I didn't find it in my Bible. I will not believe it. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. The soul now is what houses your mind. So it means from the end, let's, let's, let's solve the mathematics from the end. As your soul prospers, that is, as your mind prospers through the word of God, then you will be in health and you will now prosper. The true prosperity now will come to you. That is one thing we need to know. If any man be in Christ is a new creature, all things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new, including your thoughts. Including your thoughts. Not only whatever. Including your thought life. Everything should change. The day you accept Christ into your life, everything about you should change. And I pray God will help us to regenerate and renew our mind in the name of Jesus. And going forward, the Bible says, for we have the mind of Christ. That is the mind that the Bible calls the mind of Christ, that every believer should have. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him. Then the Bible says, for we have the mind of Christ. First Corinthians 2 verse 16. The mind of Christ is the spiritual mind. The spirit is infused into our carnal mind to change it to the spiritual mind. And it gives us an advantage at salvation. So the day you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, your mind that was carnal before has been spirited. There is an injection that has been injected into your mind for you to reason like Christ. And that makes you better than your colleagues that are unbelievers. A child of God has ability and opportunity for excellence through the mind of Christ. <laughs> so we need to know that your work will increase the day you give your life to Christ. You will no longer think like them. You will not think carnally. You will not think of failure. You will now begin to think possibility mentality because the pages of the scriptures are full of promises of God to us. The Bible says, Isaiah 8 verse 18, I and the children the Lord has given to me, we are for signs and we are for wonders. That is, that is a very loaded verse of the scripture. You don't need to believe that your children will be wanderers when they grow up. No, no. You are for sign, you are for wonder. That is what the scripture says. That is what the mind of Christ will register in your mind. You see, every star should be a thinker. Everyone wants to be a star. You want to be excellent. Then you need to be a thinker. And a committed thinker is bound to be a star. You are bound to be excellent in whatever you do. Without you first sitting down to think, 
and calculate your step, then you are going nowhere. Life does not answer to chance. Life answers to serious business. And that is why it's important we take our life so serious. The mind of man is very important. So that is the spiritual mind. Behold, we have the mind of Christ. I pray that our mind shall be renewed and regenerated in the name of Jesus. Let me give you four functions of the mind. Number one, the mind is used for learning. Learning takes place in the mind. That is where we acquire and store information and make it available at a later stage. Dr. T.L. Osborne said, when you stop learning, you start dying. Hmm. When you stop learning, you will start dying. Abraham Lincoln said, when you stop learning, then you have become old, either at 20 or 80. So what makes you old is not your age. What makes you old is when you stop learning. <laughs> what makes you old, what makes your body old is because you are not keeping your mind younger by feeding it with information, with through learning. So it's important you keep your mind alive by the consistent learning process. The largest room in the world is the room of improvement. So there is nothing like a fountain of knowledge in humanity. No, we have to keep learning every day of our life. And I pray that the heart to learn, God will give it unto us. Laziness can never allow us to be excellent in life. A lazy man can never become a great man. It's not possible. A lazy man cannot be excellent. A lazy man cannot become a star. Learning is tedious, but I tell you, it has a lot of benefits at the end of the day. So we have to put our mind to work through learning. And when you learn, what happens? You are, you are getting knowledge. We receive knowledge through the process of learning. Knowledge is what is acquired when we learn. Is the sum total of what we have discovered through our learning process. And once you have learned something, your attitude should change. There should be a change of attitude at that moment you have learned something. The Bible says, my people are distressed for lack of knowledge. <laughs> my people. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. That is what the Bible says, Osea chapter 4, verse 6. This thing is important. You have to keep learning. You have to keep learning. You have to keep learning. Knowledge is important. The Bible says, my people are gone into captivity because knowledge is departed from there. Isaiah chapter 5, verse 13. We need to know that we have to be studious, be a student of learning. Number two, function of the mind is understanding. Now, after the information or the knowledge has entered your mind, you need understanding for you to make the most of the, of the learning or the knowledge you have received. It's another dimension of, of the mind because understanding is a step forward. It's, it's a step forward for you now to reveal the things behind what you have learned, for you to now assimilate for you to be able to decode and peruse very well the knowledge you have gained. That is understanding. Your depth of understanding is what determines how outstanding you will be. Your depth of understanding is what determines how outstanding you will be. 20 students can be in a class, one lecturer giving them the same tuition at the same time, teaching them one, the same lecture. But I tell you, they will understand the topic in different frequencies. And by the time the summative assessment comes and they write a three hours exam, you will discover that the marks will be different. There will be variability in the, the, the output of the summative assessment. Why? The understanding is different. The depth is different from one student to another. So as a child of God, we need to increase our understanding. Proverbs 4, 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. It said in all thy gettings, get understanding. So it means understanding is also very important. How do you get understanding? It's by meditation. After you have received the knowledge, for you now to understand, you go and meditate on the knowledge you have received. Meditate, sit down and meditate. Stars, excellent men and women are men that think through. They, they sit down and meditate. They meditate, they meditate. They meditate. Daniel said, I have understanding than all my teachers because thy testimonies are my meditation. You see, my, your, my, your testimony are my meditation. So when you sit down and meditate, you begin to bring understanding out of your meditation. That is Psalm 119, 
verse 98 to 100. So meditation is the mental processing of the knowledge you have received into understanding. Meditation is how you process knowledge into understanding. The third function of the mind is reasoning. You reason with your mind. You reason. God expects you to engage your mind for reasoning. And that is why Isaiah 1 verse 18, the Bible says, come, let us reason together. Come, come now, let's reason together. What does this mean? It implies that let us engage in rational, logical, and analytical thinking. Rational thinking, logical thinking, analytical thinking. That is reasoning. Because your reasoning will not enhance the quality of your decision at the end of the day. Before you relocate from Nigeria to wherever, you have to sit down and count the cost, reason it out, reason the consequences. If this is a wrong step, what do you think will happen to me? Don't just take steps, guys. You have to take calculated steps. Sit down, sit down. Don't be lazy. A star is a thinker, critical thinker. Sit down and plan your life. That is one thing I do in all humility. I think through in every major decision of my life. I think through. I think. After I have finished praying and fasting, I sit down. I think. I look at the consequences of this action, this step I want to take. Because I don't want to regret. Life is too short now to be making mistakes here and there. Believers in Christ, life is too short for you now to be making mistakes. In January, you, you rise again in March. In, in July again, you fall again. No, no, there is no time for that nonsense. There is no time. You have to follow logical reasoning. Think through before you take major steps of your life. After you have prayed, you have to sit down and reason it out. Think, think, think. The church of God, Christian, Christendom has lost this, this ability because God will not think for you and God will not plan your life for you. No, God has given you brain so that you can allow him to rest. So you have to take your life and begin to think critically so that you can understand and get it right. I pray that we will no longer make mistakes in the name of Jesus. Number four is the um, function of the mind is imagination. The mind is good for engaging in the art of imagination. Because imagination sets the pace for your destination. You have to imagine, start imagining, start imagining. It forms a mental picture of something in your mind that is essential. Let them make sense to your senses. It is the heart of image formation. Imagination sets the pace for your destination. You have to start imagining. What, where do you want to be in the next five years? By the reflex of the Holy Spirit, you should be able to start imagining. What is vision? Vision is the art of seeing the invisible. Vision actualization is under this subject of imagination. Because vision is a mental picture of where you want to be in the future. Every NGO has a vision. Okay, vision is you traveling to your future and you are bringing it to the now. You are writing it in cogent statements, in, in clear terms of where we want to be. This is what we stand for. So imagination is very critical. For as a pinket in his heart, so is he. So imagination forms the mental picture in your mind. And this turns into ideas. And ideas create your future. If you want to start producing a product, it should start as an imagination in your spirit. Start seeing your warehouse. Start seeing that factory that you want to start. Start seeing how beautiful your product is. Start seeing things. Imagine them. Begin to create a mental picture in your mind. That is the way to go. I pray that no one here shall fail in the name of Jesus. So, friends, let's stop thinking death. God is not a killer. Stop thinking failure. That is not your heritage. Stop thinking stagnation. Stop thinking poverty. God is rich unto all that call upon his name. God is rich because of you became poor so that we can be rich. So stop thinking because your, your economy does not depend on the economy of your nation. Psalm 23 verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Want is the senior brother of lack. <laughs> if you understand that, that scripture, you, would, you, you will not even talk about brokenness anymore. Uh, some of my friends know, when you say I'm broke around me, I get so angry because you are, you are contaminating <laughs> my spiritual mind. How will you be broke? Blessing is not even in, in currencies. No, 
Blessing is not, money is the lowest form of blessing. That you don't have money in your pocket does not mean you are not blessed. No, Proverbs 10, 22, the blessings of the Lord, the blessings, plural. So not only money, make it rich. It is when the blessings lands on your head, it translates into wealth and generational blessings. So stop saying negative, but <laughs> start declaring the positive things that you want your life to see. Zig Ziglar said, the most powerful nation is not America, but your imagination. The most powerful nation on the earth is not America, but your imagination. So that is the most powerful nation. It's your imagination. Because it determines your output in life. It determines your work in life. It determines your rating in life. The way you carry yourself determines how you will be addressed. You understand? So you should start saying the things you are expecting, not the things you are experiencing right now. Your expectation should form the mental picture of your imagination. God will us in the name of Jesus. Finally, how do you reset your mind? It's important to know that we have to transform our mind by the renewing of our mind. When you renew your mind, then your life is going to be transformed and upgraded. It's like a computer system. You upgrade your hard drive. You upgrade the memory module. You see, you exercise your mind to produce excellence. Now, there is an author, E.W. Kenyon. It said, make your brain work. It will sweat. But when you make it work, it will improve. It will develop until you become the envy of those around you. That is when you make your brain work, when you invest in your mind, your brain will sweat, but it will improve, it will develop until you become the, the territorial problem in your area. People now will start envying you. And Isaac prospered in the land and the Philistines envied him. <laughs> you know, Isaac was one of those who started inventions in the Bible. The guy used his mind, for we have the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ knew what he will do. When Jesus arrived at the tomb of Lazarus, the Bible says, for Jesus knew what he will do. That is the kind of mind I'm talking about. Not the mind that is ignorant, not the mind that is empty. No, ignorance is not part of your deal with God as a child of God. For we have the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ is an excellent mind. The mind of God does not know failure. No, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I'm rich. That is an analogy of the mind of Christ that he wants you and I to carry. The first way to reset your mind is by the word of God. Joshua chapter one, verse eight. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, for you shall meditate, meditate. We have talked about meditation today. You shall meditate on it day and night. Extract the promises. Extract the relevant scriptures to you. Extract those things that addresses your area of concern. And you shall have good success. You shall have good success. You shall have good success. So the word of God is very important. It's the major channel for you to transform, to renew, to upgrade and develop your mind. And you have to meditate, to ponder and reflect on every scripture you read. If you just read a passage of the scripture without meditation, you may not maximize the treasures in that scripture. So pause, read again. Think on it, meditate, and draw the rema from the logos. The written word is called logos. The Bible says the letter kill it, but the spirit give it life. So when you read the logos, first reflect by the mind of the spirit to draw out the rema word that is there for you. It's not enough to be a reader. You should be a thinker. So when you read the scripture, you think the scripture, and it will begin to make sense to you. Psalm 24, verse 1, the Bible says, the earth is the lost and the fullness thereof. Meaning to say, it does not matter the, the nation where you are, you may be a foreigner there. There is no foreigner anywhere. Because God, God, the earth belongs to God. So wherever you are on the face of the earth, the earth belongs to God, your father. It depends on how you see yourself. I would never see myself as a second-class citizen anywhere. No, even in America, we own the land together because the earth belongs to God. And the Bible says, ye are God. And all of you are the sons of the most high, you see. So you have to meditate on the word of God and draw, begin to draw reflections from it that applies to your life. 
And this involves you confessing the word of God. You speak the word, you pray the word of God, then you'll be a doer of the word of God. Then your life will be balanced totally. That is what we call all around rest. All around rest is a function of you engaging your mind on the word of God. All around rest is when you, you have engaged the word of God and it is now reflecting on your life. The path of the just man is like a shining light that shines brighter and brighter onto the perfect day. That is the agenda of God for every born again child of God is not to reverse. There is no reverse on an airplane. Airplane does not reverse. That is how God has designed our life to be like a jet for whatever. The only place, the only direction that a plane is designed to go is forward. It's forward. It does not go backward. No, it's forward ever. Backward never. That shall be our story in the name of Jesus. You memorize the scripture, you personalize it, you visualize it. Begin to visualize yourself within the concept, the, the, the context of the scripture. Begin to visualize yourself. Begin to visualize yourself. When you read a particular scripture, begin to see what you can draw from that scripture. Let's read Psalm 112, verses 1 to 2. I want to show you something. Maybe your children, they are giving you problem. Don't worry. Psalm 112, verses 1 and 2. And the Bible says, Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that greatly delight in his commandment. Verse 2. He sees that it is children shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. That is, if you are a child of God, your children should not be a prayer point. You should not be binding and losing. Automatically, your seed shall be mighty. The day I saw the scripture, I have rest on my children. I'm telling you today. I have rest roundabout. Because this is a confirmed word of God. This is not tautology. This is, this is God is not a stammerer. <laughs> this is real. My seed shall be mighty upon the earth. So you have to personalize scripture and begin to visualize your children in this con context of this scripture. But we are pause in the name of Jesus. How do you reset your mind? Through studies, you should study anointed materials. Research on them. Read books. Read anointed books. Read anointed books. Read anointed books. Daniel said, I, Daniel, understood by books. I, Daniel, understood by books. Daniel 2 verse 9. I, Daniel, understood by books. You have to search and search and begin to read so that you can draw knowledge. There are so many spiritual books out there, inspirational books, that helps us to understand the Bible more and more than, than, than it is written. So be a student of anointed books. Read books. Go for tips. Listen to messages. That is part of the way you renew your mind. Number three way is by prayer. In the school of prayer, revelations and secrets are delivered. The Bible says the secret of the Lord are with them that fear him. Those who pray, they have access to the secret place. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous goes in and is safe. You see, we need to know that prayer <laughs> is an access to know the mind of Christ. Matthew 7, verse 7, ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Many encounters are available on the altar of prayer. Prayer is hard work. For those who can pay the price, you will discover that there will be a more intimate relationship between you and God. God can reveal what is going to happen to you tomorrow in the place of prayer. Because when you are praying, you are engaging your spiritual mind to communicate with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit takes over your entire ambience and you begin to see illumination. You begin to see possibility in a harsh economy. The Bible says, since I was young, now I'm old. I have never seen the son of the righteous being forsaken, nor his children beg bread. That is the scripture for you in a, in a harsh economy, in a tight economy. It means, Agai 2 verse 8, the Bible says, silver is mine, gold is mine, said the Lord. That is, this, this, these are things that you put in the place of prayer and you begin to see your finances open up. You want admission, put it in the place of prayer and begin to visualize yourself getting admission. And it will be to you according to your thoughts. But we are pausing in the name of Jesus. In the days of Daniel, Daniel chapter two, <laughs> the king had a dream and there was no one to interpret. The astrologers, they could not interpret and the king began to threaten, I will kill all of you. And the Bible says, and Daniel was called in, and the king requested, Daniel, 
you guys should give me the interpretation of this dream or you get killed. And the Bible says, Daniel went to his house, he called his companions, and they prayed to God. And the secret was revealed to Daniel in the night vision. The secret was delivered to him in the night vision. So we need to know that prayer is one of the ways to reset your mind. Once you are addicted to a negative habit, it is through prayer that you can destroy those habits. Masturbation is one of those negative habits. Pornography, they are strongholds that glues to your mind. You miss it. You remember it. Hey, I've not masturbated today. You go there. But when you pray, Lord, this stronghold, I break it in the name of Jesus. You will see that those kind of habits and habits will leave your life. So prayer is very important to our life. And I pray that we will excel in the name of Jesus. Before we go, I want to call on you. Maybe you are here. You have not accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. You are missing a lot. You are missing a lot. I accepted Christ into my life from the age of 23, and my life has been on an auto cruise to God. Forward, ever, backward, never. God is the only one who can give your life a new definition. God is the one who can give your life a new meaning. By strength shall no man prevail. Your grammar cannot produce success. Even if you are a medical doctor with the first class in the first university in Nigeria, it's a lie. It is not by your strength. Romans 9 verse 15, not of him that will it, neither of him that run it. It's of the Lord that showed mercy. You need God into your life. You need that God factor to top up with your, with your sweat. You need that God factor to top up with your labor because favor is superior to labor. Labor alone cannot take you to your Canaan land. No, you need that God. I want you to bow your heads with me this afternoon and begin to speak to God and say, Father, touch my life. Lord, come into my life today. I give my life unto you. Lord, I surrender my life unto you. Come into my life and take hold of my life. Lord, I accept you as my Lord and Savior this day. Lord, come into my life and transform my life. Many of you are under the every yoke of the enemy. The devil is busy shattering your life today. You are crying every day. Your life is void of joy. There is no joy. You don't even have rest. You don't have peace. Many of you are watching me. Your peace is lost. Your joy is missing. Begin to speak to God today. I say, Father, come into my life today. Lord, transform my life. Lord, come into my life. Transform my situation. From today, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Weeping may endure for a night. The Bible says joy comes in the morning. Joy will come when you accept Christ into your, into your life as your Lord and your Savior. Lord, come into me. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. For everyone that has prayed that prayer, I decree today that God Almighty will register your name in the attendance of heaven in the name of Jesus. Lord God Almighty, I commit them to your hand. They will not depart from their faith in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, I pray that they will have an encounter with you. You will Amen. take over their life and you will Amen. plant them in your kingdom and they will Amen. not look back forever in the mighty Amen. name of Jesus. Thank Amen. you, mighty Father. In Thank Jesus' you. mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Amen. Thank praise, you so much, sir. Praise, praise, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. Amen. A lazy man cannot be great. Be, a post, be positive in your thinking. Your imagination determines your output in life. You cannot go beyond your thought line. Sit down. Meditate. Greatness is hard work. Wisdom is the correct application of knowledge. You cannot separate your progress from the content of your mind. Powerful, powerful, powerful work. I believe you have been blessed. But 